For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scousal and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scousal and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scousal and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Bruss. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at Radio it's City. Party, this is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Ooh. Brooklyn Brewery on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. We are presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. He is big time Bennett Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo, Alex Strofe, Joshi DiMaggio running the show, and you, the Scalzo and Brust family, on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. That's the all-new patented official Scalzo and Brust talking text line again, 800-990-3776. I'm be honest here. I wanted to make sure that I don't mess anything up today. I want to be as buttoned up as possible on this show. I brought my computer charger in, which has been an issue for me in the past in which my computer has died during this show. Uh, These great headphones that Greg Scalzo bought me for Christmas that arrived in May, I've had some issues remembering to charge these as well, which have led to some issues with my headphones. I went full-on sprint for the headphone charger. I have everything I need for the rest of the show I have no excuses, but I'm just catching my breath. <laughs> cool. Are you able to charge them and use them? Yes. Well, that's good. So I needed the USB cord to connect to my computer, which are now connected to these headphones. And I'm ready to rock, and I'm ready to roll from the Lake Michigan to the Mississippi to whatever Greg says. And there it is. Benny Brust is dialed in, and so are you. The Scalzo and Brust family. Well done, Ben. I would like to see you, Greg. I can't see you for some reason on the Teams thing. It might not be your fault. Just do the, the click-click on the on the video thing, unless it's on I'm purpose. I'm having a lot of video issues today on, on Scalzo and Brust, apparently. Uh, I will click on and uh, click off and click on. You got me now, bud? You okay? There he is. Good? Yeah, there you are. With the fresh cut and all. There we go. Uh, So earlier today on ESPN 1000 cap and uh, in Jay Hood there, Rob Domofsky of ESPN.com covers the Packers, jumped on there to talk about the latest of the Aaron Rodgers saga. Rob Domofsky, very close to the situation, very much in the know. Here's what he had to tell our friends at ESPN 1000. Do you believe that opening night, whenever you start your season – that Aaron Rodgers will indeed be ducking under center in a Green Bay uniform. I do not. I do not think he will ever play here again, Cap. Look, here's what I don't see in terms of a a resolution. Like, I just don't see him walking back in the Lambeau field and saying, "Ah, just kidding, guys, let's go win a championship. Like, he's too dug in. Um, He's too stubborn. He's, 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 I just don't see how you walk this back. I mean, the only way... He walks it back as if he realizes that, 
you know, or believes that public sentiment is is against him and he cares about what fans think of him uh, in terms of, of, of that legacy part of it. Uh, I guess that's the only way I see him reconsidering. That again, Rob Domovsky on Cap and Jay Hood, mornings ESPN 1000, talking about how he does not believe that Aaron Rodgers will ever play for the Green Bay Packers. Again, my first question is, does a quarterback duck under center? Yeah, that, that sounded weird. Uh, I would say he, he bend, bends or almost squats under center more than ducks. Like, cause if you were ducking, wouldn't you think he'd be putting his helmet in between the legs, like, and shielding himself? He's squatting down, not ducking under. Wouldn't you would you agree? So, Benny, in your life, are you a ducker or are you a squatter? In what situation? I mean, if you're trying to get your head in between. No, I, I, I just mean in general, um, are you a ducker or a squatter? I mean, if I, the first thing that comes to my head, can I be honest, is a squatter. I mean, the amount of times that I've gone to a public restroom and I want nothing to do with touching the toilet you could give the legs a workout and you squat. I was I was trying to uh, I was trying to be uh, a little uh, sneaky there. You misread where I was going with it, but it's all good. We can continue to move on uh, as we. Uh, and ben is now thinking, trying to figure out what I was asking, but it's okay. Uh, I, look, I I hear that Aaron Rodgers. I hear that. What was it? I just, I'm just, Ducker, I'm like, he still I'm, can't figure it out. I'm just playing it out in my head because I don't like being on the outside of, of the joke. I like being in, in the joke with you guys. I like when, when we're joking together. But, but don't explain it. Let, let's talk about what Rob <laughs> Domofsky said. So Rob Domofsky, who's close to it, doesn't believe Aaron Rodgers will ever play under center again. Uh, he says Aaron's not just going to come in there and say, yep, for golfer is forgiven, all is forgotten. Uh, and then meanwhile, uh, pro football talk, you know, there's reports out there talking about how the Packers, one, um, you know, have, have, have said that they will not be trading him um, because they don't believe that he will never play for the Packers again. Two, there's no reason to trade him because whatever you're going to get, this summer or in the season, you're going to be able to get next offseason and you'll actually be able to pull more teams into a bidding war for Aaron Rodgers versus being limited to only one or two suitors uh, here over the next couple of months. So that really, to me, shows, and I believe that, that to me really arrives at the doorstep of... Aaron Rodgers could potentially just be sitting out this entire season, and he would be paying the Packers back a whole lot of money. And it reminds me of going out, whether it's to a restaurant or a bar, and having the waitress mess something up, and literally having who you're out to dinner with. You're having a nice time. Things are going great. You're out to dinner with somebody, and when the waiter or the, waiter or the waitress messes up and a mistake is made, The person you're out to dinner with decides to literally break the table, cause property damage, and storm out and ruin a good night and end up paying the restaurant, even though the restaurant was the one that made a mistake, ends up paying the restaurant money and ruins the entire night for everybody because they were that upset about something. Because what would be happening is Aaron Rodgers saying, I would rather pay $30 million and skip a year of my prime in the NFL, which is very short, because Brian Gutekunst has hurt my feelings and I don't like the way that they've treated me. 
Right? I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the ultimate cut-off-your-nose-despite-your-face situation. This is, I mean, it'd be a hell of an expensive, like, the comparison I, I like, but this this restaurant would be worth a, a heck of a lot for Aaron Rodgers to be doing this. Uh, I, Burn the restaurant down, then, if you want to go that yes, way. Yes, I mean, it, it'd be a chain of thousands of restaurants across the nation that were burned down. Uh, to, to it's the guy who gets cut off on the highway, who then gets out of his car with a golf club and destroys the other car because the guy cut him off but he overreacted to the situation and now it's gotten that much worse for him like Goody's going to keep his job if Rodgers doesn't play this year the Packers will keep playing every ticket will be sold at Lambeau Field the money coming into 1265 Lombardi Avenue will stay the same and the only one on the outside will be Aaron Rodgers 30 million dollars poorer sitting next to Shailene Woodley on the couch talking about how you know his cardigan sweater might not be the right uh, attire for the event they're getting ready to go. But he will have this. You know, roll it and light it. To, you know, for a year while he's sitting out. He's just going to, you know, sit, like you said, sit with Shailene Woodley. But look, what I actually appreciate from Rob Domofsky there was somebody that I, I believe is close to the situation. He covers the Packers for ESPN.com, making a definitive statement. Forget all the stuff that we've heard. We have Homer. From Tony and Homer and Tony on ESPN Milwaukee from two to four, he's got a chart of percentages chances that Aaron Rodgers comes back. We got Mark Tauscher of Wildey and Tausch, who's Johnny Hedge. He basically is fifty fifty all the time. Jason Wildey and Mark Tauscher, they had Adam Schefter come on, who had the initial report that Aaron Rodgers was disgruntled, doesn't want to come back to the Green Bay Packers, basically to say I'm just reporting what I'm hearing. Demofsky. Gave an opinion, and he's close to the situation and is saying Aaron Rodgers is so dug in that he does not think he will be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. That like just resonated with me as something we haven't heard, and it was a breath of fresh air for me. Do I love it? No, because ultimately, as Greg, you've said, it's an organizational failure that they've gotten to this point that Aaron Rodgers does not want to be a Green Bay Packer. It is sad. It is absolutely sad because they went to -to back-to-back NFC Championship games and he's coming off a 2020 MVP season and he does not want anything to do with your organization. He just, he's so dug in, like you said, that he'd be happy just paying back millions and sitting around with his new fiance and traveling the world to movie sets or doing whatever. Who knows? He may not throw a football for the next year. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. You can get us on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. Carter in Fitchburg says, uh, Greg coming at A-Rod from the top rope out of the gates today. I don't think I came out in the top ropes. You were like, middle rope at least. I, I, really? Because I just don't know what the hell he's doing. Like, he's it, it, what is he doing? He is hurting himself far more than anybody else in this situation. Um, he, he is going to be the biggest loser in this situation because he hates his boss in, in, in Brian Gutekunst. Like, Packers have dug in. They're not going to change. They're not going to trade him. They're not going to get rid of Goody. It's up to Aaron Rodgers if he wants to play, enjoy a year of his prime, if he wants to try to win another championship, 
or if he would rather pay $30 million because he really doesn't care about the people in that building the way that he wants us to think that he cares about people in that building. Gavin Racine thinks that I sound whiny, says the Packers said no extension right away. And then they said, oh, now we will. No one wants to be in an environment where after your best season, they weren't sure they wanted to commit to you. So the Packers, basically, again, Aaron Rodgers, you're saying exactly what I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers was upset because they didn't believe treat- in him after he didn't play that great. Like, like I, I guess if anyone's whining in this situation, it sounds like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I, I am rooting for Aaron. I'm in Aaron's corner. I'm the biggest Aaron Rodgers supporter <laughs> at the station. I'm the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan at oh. the station. I just don't know what the hell he is doing. I am here for Aaron Rodgers, which is why I'm trying to put this in plain English. Like, the rest of the Packers will move on, make their money, play their season, and Aaron will have to pay $30 million to sit on the couch. Um, And according to Gavin and Racine, Aaron is in the right because the Packers waited too long to offer him an extension that he wanted to be offered. Josh, you look like... I'm sorry, no, I, no, we were I, all waiting for you to, to respond to that one, Benny. I just saw a lot of head nods with Josh. He's very, very agreeance with you. He's very, very much in agreeance with you. <laughs> very, very agreeance. Okay, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Let's go to Mark in New Berlin. Mark in New Berlin. Welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Whatever happened to my music, guys? The Love Train. Well, no one's on your train. I mean, I guess... Hey, 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 there's your ears, Benny, your music. Benny, Benny, is on my train now. After those pictures in Hawaii, I got more people on my train than Amtrak has on their train going to Chicago today. So don't give me that. And don't think... Do you, you really think Aaron Rodgers cares about the fans in Green Bay working at the packing company? He don't even talk to his mother and father. So are you... And did you hear... And I know Josh, he didn't chew it up, but did you hear what LaFleur said about uh, Jordan Love today? Oh, my God. He said nothing but good things about Jordan Love. I noticed Josh, he didn't chew that up. Why don't you guys take a listen to that? He practiced with the first team, not the second, not the third, not the scout, the first team. So the writing's on the wall. You know, hop on the train. Like I said, you hop on the train now, I'll give you a free drink ticket. Mark. And let's get rolling. When you make love with your wife, do you think of Jordan Love? Pardon? When you make love with your wife, are you thinking of Jordan Love? (laughs) Jordan Love? I wear a Show Me the Love t-shirt when I make love to my wife. (laughs) I have a Jordan Love haircut. Thank you for the call. 800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. Homer scheduled to appear next. Do we want to go to the phones here, Joshi, or get to Homer? We can go to the phones. All right, we'll take one more. Let's go with Rick in Evansville. Rick, welcome to Scalzo and Brass. Afternoon, guys. What's going on, Rick? Now, now the one comment I have is, is I've been listening to you guys, and all along it's like, oh, Aaron is whining, Aaron is upset, Aaron's got his feelings hurt. What about the fact that before this whole thing blew up, when they hired a new defensive coordinator, you guys were saying, what the heck are they thinking? This guy has been a loser everywhere he's been. 
You, know? you got so the wrong show, dude. I don't think we've yeah. ever talked about they, Joe Barry on this show. No, Joe Barry. We can no. care less about the Packers' defensive coordinator higher this Thank year. Thank you for the call. call. Show it to me on the field. Homer, I, I, who joins yes. us next, is the Joe Barry Stinks ringleader, correct? Rick, Rick from Evansville, we will pass along your whiny criticism. Uh, we whine <laughs> a lot on this show, but it has never been about the uh, Packers' defensive coordinator higher. Yeah, like there, there's zero chance at that. I mean, we do whine a lot. We even have um, Greg's Greg's newborn baby whining on the show sometimes. Uh, but that is not us on Joe Barry. Homer joins us next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. It contains bourbon, I think simple syrup, some mint that's muddled in there, and there might be something I'm forgetting. Am I forgetting anything, Josh? I think that's just like... it. I think it's just the mint is just muddled. It's very... Maybe I've seen this drink. I feel like we're missing basil. I No. Nope, that's nope. mint, Ben. That's, <laughs> mint. It's the mint it's that mint. you see in there. You uh, know, that's the leaf. from a plant. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just realized that mint isn't just a you gum flavor. No, no, I no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. Presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN, Wisconsin. He is big time Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Trofe, Josh Dimaggio running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust. Calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. That the all-new patented official Scalzo and Brust talking text live. We welcome in our friend, our teammate here in weekdays, 2 to 4, on 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. He is Homer. Homer. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I heard that with uh, Demosky. Like, uh, no way Aaron's going to play for the Packers anymore. Wow. Yeah, so, Homer, you're still of the opinion that it, you're 99.9999999% sure Aaron Rodgers will return as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. You hear somebody in the know like Rob Domofsky go the exact opposite way. Uh, I know you have a steely resolve, but does it shake your uh, opinion up at all? Uh, no, um, I'm just amazed someone that good is going to be that wrong. But I do, I do have to think the only way you could be that strong when he, he basically said that Aaron Rodgers is not going to play for the Packers anymore. That, those were the exact words, right? Correct. Yep. Ever again. So that the only way you could feel that way would be if you have talked to Mark Murphy, because Murphy determines whether he not he plays for the Packers anymore. Otherwise, Demosky would have said he's going to retire and never play again. That's different. If he's never going to play for the Packers again, the only way he could be that confident, if I was a reporter, would be if Murphy had told me, yeah, at a certain point, we'll trade him. Well, and if he thinks Rodgers is tough enough to hold out for that length, but you could not say 5% on him not playing for the Packers unless you were confident in knowing what Murphy thinks. And I don't know what Murphy thinks, and he's the one person to me that nobody talks about enough. Mark Murphy's controlling everything. Everything. So, Homer, Rogers you... can play his part, but Murphy 
controls everything. So you you just think that Rob Domofsky talked to Mark Murphy and that's where he got that? Like, like, I don't know. I, I don't know any of that. I'm just saying, if you try to have someone, how could someone come up with an opinion that strong that he's not going to play for the Packers without assessing Murphy? So then why do you not change your stance at all at 99.9999% if you think that could be a scenario? Uh, because I don't think Rodgers will sit out that long. I think Rodgers will come back to play. And I don't believe that Murphy is going to trade him. I believe that Murphy has already told Aaron, we're not trading you this year, so, so do whatever you want to do. You just, if you want to sit out all year, that's what you're going to have to do. And I don't think Rodgers is willing to do that. I believe Aaron Rodgers um, has been offered a contract that he wanted, but has now decided that he's just going to make the, the Packers suffer, just as they made him suffer. He should have gotten this extension that he wanted right after the championship game, and instead they fiddled and diddled, and then they said, that nah, fine. Yeah, you think that's it, Mr. Crawlin? So you you made me, you treated me like crap, so I'll just treat you like crap for a while. But in, fundamentally, I just don't believe that Aaron Rodgers will sit out, and the Packers are not going to trade him. They don't believe Rodgers is capable of doing that because they just think he's always mad about something. I've said this before. So they'll they'll wait him out. So, But, okay, so they wait him out. To say that he's not going to play for the Green Bay Packers means that he has to go somewhere else, correct? That is correct. He either retires or gets traded. Right. And the only way you could feel confident about that is if you talked to Murphy or knew somebody in the organization that said, I just want to let you know that if Rodgers does this for X amount of time, we'll just trade him. And then Demosky could be as strong as he is because he's a great reporter. Um but no, that doesn't 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 change me at all. No. Greg, are you okay if right now together here on Scalzone Brust that we ban the name Joe Barry from our four to six time slot? Is that okay with you? Why? Why? Because I mean, we just had a caller just c- confuse Rick from Evansville. Homer, listen to this. He confused Scalzone Brust with you, who's a whiner. Now, the one comment I have is, is I've been listening to you guys, and all along it's like, oh, Aaron is whining, Aaron is upset, Aaron's got his feelings hurt. What about the fact that before this whole thing blew up, when they hired a new defensive coordinator, you guys were saying, what the heck are they thinking? This guy has been a loser everywhere he's been. You, know? you got so the wrong show, dude. I don't think we've yeah. ever talked about Joe Barry on this show. No, that's you, no, Omar, I correct? definitely have. Yes, I've stated from the beginning. If I was Aaron Rodgers and I was going to sit out, I would sit out because of the defensive coordinator they hired, not anything else. That's yeah, how I mean, much- I'll come to Homer's defense here against Rick and Evansville. It's Homer's job to talk about the things that happen with the Green Bay Packers, and he's doing his job. Aaron Rodgers is whining, and he is whining to a place where he will not be doing, uh, where he wants to refuse to do his job. So it's a, it's a little bit different there, but uh, if you want to ban Joe Barry's name, uh, that's fine. I'm just I'm saying. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm just saying until further notice, until Joe Barry actually does something of significance to hurt the Green Bay Packers, I don't think it is fair to use Joe Barry already as the whipping boy for the Green Bay Packers. You haven't checked his resume. And again, we did this last time, Homer. Like Matt yeah. Lafleur's offensive record with the the Titans before he came to the Packers yeah. as the offensive coordinator was not great. Right. So, so right. why why do we just get to decide when and where right. we take in the in in the past and put it in the present? The number of years that someone sucks does factor in. He was four years, two different teams. 
sucked, 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 sucked. On the other hand, uh, LaFleur was, I believe, what, one year? To my knowledge. One team, Correct. one year, one team. Yeah, he sucked. All right, you compare if those seemed exactly the same to you. We got two teams. We got one team, hired him as a coordinator, sucked, sucked. Another team hired him as a coordinator because maybe the first time it was because Detroit was so bad. So watch him, hired him. Sucked, sucked. Now we have LaFleur, on the other hand, uh, who was with successful people, then got the job, and he sucked for one year. You want to compare those as equal? By the way, I do want to change your name. I don't, I don't like a criminal. I've decided you're Shooter. You are, just, you are Dennis Hopper, man. You are Shooter. He doesn't know who Dennis Hopper yes, is, do. Homer. Shooter from Hoosiers. Yeah. I know from Dennis Hoosiers. Hopper. Yeah, just perfect. There you go. The alcoholic uh, in the movie. Great. Actually for, compared for, to... Great. He was that called. Why don't you recognize his greatness? He's one of the great players in the history of that city. And just around and out or in and out, whatever it was, they were the sectional final. Don't, don't shortchange him. You know how some people shortchange you as a player? Yeah, don't do the same to Shooter. I will pull the curtain back a little bit because I was in the studio on Tuesday. I witnessed a very weird hug going on between Ben Brust and Homer. <laughs> There's some weird things in that relationship, but I did learn that Ben Brust doesn't want the name criminal. So he, he, he forced you to change the nickname, Homer, because you didn't want to call nah. him something that he doesn't like. He he, no, no one forces me to do anything. You can, you can just cut me <laughs> off and not be on the show anymore. I choose it because he didn't like it. Now, you know this. With Shooter, it's hard to know what he really thinks. He acts like it doesn't bother him, but I can tell it bothers him. And that there are other nicknames. Uh, I, I, you know, I thought I thought he would kind of like it, and I was wrong. So uh, shooter, who, I love. who wants to be known as a criminal? I, I mean, if you pulled a hundred people in Family Feud, would you want to be known as a You're, criminal? The show exists to either make fun of you or for you to make up rules or lie or do whatever is necessary. How many lie, times? Steal. Let's ask Dad. Scam. You how forgot many, scam. How many lies? Or, or incorrect or misdirections has Shooter given in the history of this show? It's over a hundred. It's over a thousand. Yeah, over I mean, a thousand. And that's you get the into the lying phone. Being called a criminal, I can act like a criminal, but don't call me a criminal. That is the crux of Ben Ross right there. Well, is there anything right. in between shooter and criminal? <laughs> no, I like shooter. I think shooter's great. I think it's good. It'll make you feel good. Shooter, and, and shooter there, is, there is a lack of appreciation. Let's run the picket fence. There's a lack of, pre, of appreciation of the greatness of shooter, and people focus too much on his weirdness. That fits you perfectly, Mr. Bruss. A lack of appreciation. That's all I heard. I, yes. I agree with yes. that. Your yes. favorite Dennis Hopper movie. Uh, give me the different ones he's been in because Hoosiers is tough to beat. But I mean, like old been... school. I mean, you could go Easy Rider, Apocalypse Now. He was in Blue Velvet. Oh, uh, no, no, no. The Speed one. The Speed one. Speed. Speed well, is yeah, another one. Weird... Oh, yeah. He was. Oh, man. He was fabulous. That that would be my choice. I've only seen Hoosiers of all those. Go figure. <laughs> you haven't um, seen Speed? Speed is a great movie. I think my dad had it on DVD. Um, Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I've never seen it, but it sounds up my alley. She was that was her first, that was her. I think her breaking movie. She was nobody before that movie. Yeah, Keanu, that was kind of the start of his action career, right? I mean, he kind of parlayed that, then he was in The Matrix after that, then he's in these yeah, John Wick movies. his best movie, his best movie is when he's the coach Moneyball. of the Little League team. No, 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 uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's he's called, the, it's called the, movie, the movie's no, called no, it's, Hardball, it's excuse hardball. me. Hardball, yes. 
Hardball, oh. yeah, fabulous. I shooter, shoot, shooter, miss. Little, I don't know why they killed that little kid. That I'll cry thinking about it. It's this great movie, and then uh, what was the little guy? The little guy on the team, baby G, G baby. Oh yeah, baby. Why? <laughs> this, it wasn't necessary. We lost baby G for no reason. What? I better hang up. I'm gonna start crying. Bye. No, I hear you. Is Michael B. Jordan was in that movie too? Like up. that? He legit hung up thinking about. <laughs> A fake movie in <laughs> which a kid gets shot. I don't shot. mean to laugh in G-Baby's face, but that was funny. He couldn't handle it. The two movies I remember crying at that I'm like, why am I crying in this movie as a little kid? It's Hardball and The Sixth Man, if you're familiar with I that am, movie. Greg. The Wayne's Brothers. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. I don't I, know why. Those ones just caught me. Can I reveal what the first movie I cried in is on the other side? Why don't you just do it right now? <laughs> Airbud. <laughs> Benny, tell the people about Brooklyn Brewery. It's delicious. It's delicious. Summer ales, IPAs, they got it all at Brooklyn Brewery. They have non-alcoholic as well. Stop at Woodman, stop at High V, Steve's Liquor, um, Jordan's Big Ten Pub in Milwaukee. You got Discount Liquor, Piggly Wiggly, Woodman's. All the best places you get your booze is where you get your Brooklyn Brewery. Get some today. Flavorful beer for flavorful people. You guys are all flavorful, so make it happen. Stop on over to any of those locations and pick yourself up some Brooklyn Brewery. One or zero coming up next. That's Galzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Bogdan Bogdanovich to Milwaukee for Dante DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, and Ursan Ilyevsova is in Pearl? Pearl? As there was never an agreement for no, the 28-year-old. No, no. <laughs> Have you ever heard someone say, in Pearl? No. What is that? Guys. Let's work on it. What could it possibly be? Pearl? Nope. Per Isle? Nope. nope. <laughs> Literally, one more guess. You guys better tell me, otherwise I'm walking out. Pearl. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. We are presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Joshy Dimaggio running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter. At Scalzo and Brust calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. Brett and Eau Claire chimes in, says, Does Ben drown his tears from Air Bud by drinking Brooklyn Brewery beer? Absolutely. Um, do you know which scene in Air Bud that I cried? Do you know Airbud enough where I need to explain it? You I don't? do not. Okay. So the the dog has to choose between the kid and his old owner who abused him. And uh, he chooses the old owner that abused him and ran towards the the old guy. And I started crying because he didn't go to the kid. First movie I ever cried in. Hilsey chimes in the official unofficial nickname giver of Scalzo and Brust, 800-990-3776, says, I was on a grade school group outing to see Rocky Four, and I found myself tearing up when Apollo Creed dies. Unfortunately, it didn't go unnoticed by my fellow classmates. I did, I did watch all the Rockies, but putting that t- together was a little bit tough there. J-Ho in Janesville says, hey, Shooter, you eat poop for breakfast? 
Nice. I like that reference. Sick reference, bro. Your references Sick are out reference of control. Stuff, Your references are out of control. Everyone knows that. The most recent movie I cried in is super embarrassing. Uh, Pitch Perfect. What? I don't know why. I must have just been emotional eating ice cream on the couch. But like... When they nail the final scene after everything that they've been through, I just felt so much emotion that I let out some tears. <laughs> the, the, the looks that all the producers I mean, and, the, and the look that Greg Scalzo is not giving me is, uh, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it was just elation? You were so happy for them? I was so happy that they nailed the final scene. Like, <laughs> And like the the, the tie-in to her not watching The Breakfast Club and and her boyfriend talking about how it was the greatest ending movie scene of all time, and then she tied that song into the finale. It just was it just was pure movie genius. It's time for some one or zero on Scalzo and Brust. Are you a one or a zero? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. We're your contestants for one or zero. Josh DiMaggio, your host. He asks us a question. We say one for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. Joshy, take it away. I'm still reeling from that pitch perfect thing, but I'll try and move on. Today is National Repeat Day. One or zero. You prefer to do the same thing every day rather than try something new every day. I'm going to go with one here since this is one or zero. I, I tend to be a, cre- a creature of habit, getting the same coffee, having the same lunch, um, having the same dinners. But when I do have people around me that push me outside my comfort zone, I if I usually end up liking some of those things. So I, I wish that I would try some, some new things, but I think I'd... I prefer to do the same thing every day because I know what I'm going to get. I know it's going to taste good. What happens if the thing I try doesn't taste great, you know, and surpass that good? Yeah, I'm a zero. I mean, there's obviously, we're all, you know, humans tend to be creatures of habit, so we all have plenty of things we do every day. But if I, if I had a preference, I would prefer to try something new every day versus repeat the same thing over and over again. Find, you know, experience some new things. So if it, if it came to food and you had the option to only eat something new every single day the rest of your life, you're eating something new every single day? That's a question for Ben, you're saying. Both, I mean, both of you, but it was mainly yeah, directed mean, at you since I believe you're saying you would like to do something new. the opposite of what I new. said. You, I would, you just asked if I would want to eat the same thing every day. No, I was you asking if you'd prefer different. to eat something different every single day. Uh, if my two options are you have to eat the same thing every day or you eat something different every day, I would choose eat something different every day. Same. I would like the freedom I experience now in the real world over <laughs> being forced into one of those two options. Well, I mean, I, I'd have to choose the same thing because as we all know, I am uh, potentially allergic to shellfish. So if something different <laughs> every day happened to be shellfish, then like if it killed me, I'd be done. So I, I might as well stick to a good meal every day that I know is consistent. For the uninitiated, Ben's mother has a shellfish fish allergy, so he therefore thinks that he has I don't even think one. I believe his mother has a shellfish <laughs> allergy at this point. I think Ben just thought it sounded cool to say at one point, so he says it. Are you trying to kill my mother? You're going to slip her some shrimp? Heavens no. We would never. All right, moving on here. McLovin from Superbad turned 40 today on his fake ID. One or zero. 
Superbad is the funniest comedy of the past 20 years. This is an absolute zero for me. Um, I mean, Waterboy is the funniest movie. And Bobby Boucher, please chime in on the patented official Scal Zombras talk and text line to have my back here. Because Adam Sandler comedies of the early 2000s, and actually that might not be in the last 20 years, as I'm seeing Josh DiMaggio <laughs> go to his computer. 1998. Ah, crap, that's... Uh, then uh, I don't know what to say. Then then yes, one. It's it's the funniest comedy. Bobby Boucher chimes in 800-990-3776. Says, <laughs> I hate the name Shooter. My brother Happy had an epic battle with him. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm fighting with my ally. 262 chimes in. Says, Brad Davison and Ben Bruss would be best of friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> that. You guys cry together? Jeez, Greg. Did someone actually chime in with that? I don't know how to yes, share my feelings without being mean. Let me just leave it at that. Uh, okay. Hilsey chimes in and says, I mean, that, that was probably meaner than, than you needed That's why I said it. Be. Hilsey says, I'd wager Benny cried when Frodo and Sam Weiss have to part ways. The hell is that? Yeah. And then Rod in the Key adds, that's Lord of the Rings, which I know you haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, I mean, like, when Dubby dies in Harry Potter, since I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Dobby? Not even his name. So, yes. Uh, that Did you cry then? Oh, I'm yeah. Fraud. I mean, the way Bellatrix got it into the portal, and then it killed him, but he saved Rod them. Rod in the Key says, Waterboy over Superbad is among the worst takes of all time. No. Whoa. It's okay. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. This is this is a democracy. Just need an excuse to play this. That is McLovin that, from course, Superbad. McLovin, yes. Uh, 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Rob Domovsky says Aaron Rodgers will never play for the Green Bay Packers again. This is the only chance is if Rodgers realizes his legacy will be so affected and cares about it to that point. Do you think Aaron Rodgers cares about his legacy enough to put his pride and stubbornness aside? That's next. That's Calzone Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. It feels like it's indented in this relationship that it's time to move on. Indented into yeah. the relationship? <laughs> you just couldn't well, let it go past. What are you looking you? for there? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the word. Embedded? Embedded, probably. Within indebted? the right. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. We're presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Josh Dimaggio running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family. Put it out there on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. Take your calls. We'll take your texts as well. What is? Uh, what are we What are we doing here, Josh? The last movie you cried or uh, the movie you cried the hardest at? I put up the last movie that made you cry. The last movie that made you cry on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. You can call us, text us, 800-990-3776. Ron in the Key says, trip with two Ps, which is what he calls Ben Brust. Uh, cried during Space Jam, right? 
I did not cry during Space Jam, no. But um, yesterday on the show, I was crying on a more of a figurative level that I did not have a lot of cash in my checking account. The Scalzo and Bruss family came through and Venmoed me money, which I will love them for forever. Uh, but I did get a Venmo request back from someone who sent me money who said... He requests his $2 back because I cried during Pitch Perfect, and that was the last movie that I cried in to answer our Twitter question. Greg and Josh, what movie did you guys guys cry in last? Joshy? I, w- I was actually trying to go... The last one I can remember for significantly is like Marley and Me, and that's a while ago. That is a while ago, and that is another dog-related movie. Yeah, that one will get to you. I'm not entirely sure when the last uh, what the last movie that I cried at was. Um, yeah, I don't know. Don't have I, I will I will come up with something. Four one four chances is Homeward Bound, uh, which is a a, a real tearjerker. Another dog movie. Six oh eight chimes in says Superbad's a little overrated. I'd put Step Brothers ahead of it. Um, and Hilsey says, "Ha! I totally mixed up my overrated fantasy franchises with Lord <laughs> of the Rings and franchise or and uh, Harry Potter. My bad." And meanwhile, four one four is trying to tell me that. Frodo is a fraud. Rudy was the real <laughs> heroes in those movies. I'm really glad that the Scalzo and Brust family is uh, giving you all the takes that you need on the uh, Lord of the Rings. Right? Is that the right series? I have no idea. That is indeed uh, the Lord of the Rings, yes. Uh, so chime in on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. Call us, text us, 800-990-3776. Fredo chimes in, says Lion King. So he's just changed his name to Fredo now? Lion King is sad when he's when he's crying. Who dad, his name to Fredo. I don't know. I thought that was the name of a character in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Did someone change their name that fast, or has that been what they're calling themselves? Because we I think just Lord of the about... Rings is Frodo. Whoa, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, my knowledge of Lord of the Rings clearly isn't there. I apologize, Fredo. If Your that... knowledge of Harry Potter's not there either. But you pretend to like one and not the other. I, I, Fredo with an E, F-R-E-D-O, says Lion King. So I don't know if that's the new Lion King or the old Lion King. Well, whatever Lion King it is, when, when, he, when, when, when his dad dies and he's saying, Dad, and he's like trying to get him to come awake, like that's so sad. Yeah. You know what one made, I just, sticking with Disney's up, that like initial, the start of that movie is brutal. I don't remember the start of it, but... I do know that like it, it hit me in the feels. Wife. Ah, yeah. yes. But then the little kid comes in and makes his life so much happier. Does make it much happier. <laughs> Everything's up from there. <laughs> Anita in West Bend chimes in since I cried during most movies that have even an ounce of sadness. But the most recent one I sobbed watching was Avengers Endgame. Oh, that. That's the last one. No, I mean, no, Pitch Perfect was more recent, but I had to, like, hide my tears. Like, I, I was in a public place watching that at the movie theater, and, like, I, I turned my head away. I was on the aisle, and I just, I, like, I don't know. I just wanted to cry in private. It was, uh, spoiler alert, Iron Man dies. Whoa! They're not give enough time in between me saying spoiler alert? I don't know the rules. S.1125 says when Nino Brown shoots G-Money in Hardball. I mean, if he's watching Hardball most recently. I'm guessing, right? G-Money's Hardball? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Did we or have no, that wrong no, when I no, said G-Baby? I think you're right on G-Baby. 
I think I think you're correct on G Baby over G Money. You're, uh, you're, New, you're New Jack City. New Jack City is the movie, the 1991 action crime film. God, I was gonna say you're G Money. <laughs> like, like I've called you G Money on the show before. That's what I was going with. Nailed it. The American Family Insurance Championship coming up at University Ridge Golf Course in Madison, Wisconsin. That June 11th through the 13th. One of my favorite events of the year is back. It was a bummer to not have it last year. Uh, saw even more people join the uh, the pool. John Daly is going to be playing it. In addition, of course, the host Steve Stricker, Andy North, the two-time U.S. Open champion, Bernard Longer is going to be there. You're going to have a whole host of great golfers coming back this year. It's one of the best events of the summer in the state of Wisconsin. American Family Insurance here to protect you, to support you, and to help you achieve all of your dreams. Go to amfamchampionship.com to buy your tickets. That's amfamchampionship.com to buy your tickets. Remember, all proceeds of the event go to the Steve Stricker American Family Insurance Foundation, the American Family Children's Hospital, and other charitable organizations that make Wisconsin a great place to live. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Caller number three and caller number six over under coming up next. 844, excuse me, 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. Caller three, caller six over under par for a chance to win a pair of golf passes to Wild Rock Golf Course. Caller three, Josh DiMaggio is going to give you a category. And the over-under of correct answers that Benny and I will get out of 10 guesses. You say over or under caller number six. You're stuck on the other side. The winner wins a pair of golf cars, uh, golf passes for Wild Rock Golf Course. 800-990-3776. Over-under next. That's Calzone Bras.